is the church liable because the church pays for half of that phone or 80% of that phone or whatever? Is the church liable for what the employee does off hours? Hello and welcome to another episode of Law and Church, a podcast for church leaders. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with Josh Bryant, managing attorney at Church General Counsel and an ordained pastor. Hey Josh, we're back in the studio today. How's it going? Going well, man. How are y'all? Doing doing all right. Doing all right. I'm I'm excited about these technology series that we've been diving into. This has been really good information for our church leaders and uh really excited to kind of jump into this one today. It's better BYOD. Now BY, we're, we're, we love our acronyms around here. That's right. Uh, what is the BYOD for those that don't know? So th- this is kind of a new and upcoming thing. This is a big deal uh, in just HR in general, human resources, both in the business world and in uh, the church world now, is bring your own device. Okay, And this is where instead of the church issuing you a mobile phone or the church owning a mobile phone that you get to use, you're now sharing one mobile phone that the employee usually owns uh, and uh, – dealing with just some of the problems that that kind of an arrangement can uh, create. And so it can be a really good thing for churches, but you got to be careful with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and a good thing in the sense, too, that, you know, the the – employee, the the person working for the church, they get to own whatever device that they feel comfortable with. Right. You're not just handing them an iPhone and they're an Android person or vice versa, right? And now they have two phones and they're trying to work off of that and, and the structure that goes along with that. Um, so there are a lot of really good benefits with it. But obviously we, we look out for the worst case scenarios here and what are what are those and what does that look like in that sense and preparing for that, right? Yeah. Um, but it is definitely a great, uh, a great benefit for somebody working uh, for the church because you obviously want to help them out. They're devoting their time and their their energy, and so you want to make sure to reward them. So, um, All right, so better churches understand the sensitive balance between data security and privacy. Yeah, you know, and as I was preparing for this, I, I came across a, a meme that was really great, but it said, privacy is why we put curtains on windows. Security is why we put locks on doors. All right? Mm, that's good, yeah. That's, that's the whole issue. And so when you... Look at it from two people's perspectives, though. Uh, you know, ultimately for the church, the issue is security, is data security. We want to make sure that whatever we put on that phone is secure. And if you haven't gone back and listened to last week's poli- uh, uh, podcast, go do that. Go listen to last week's podcast on data security because yeah. that's kind of a, an int- it's a it's a necessary precursor to this conversation about bring your own device because from a church perspective, the employer's perspective, that's the key issue: is how do we allow somebody to use their own mobile device, their own phone, their own tablet, and access church data on that. And if we do that, how do we secure that data? But if you're looking at it from an employee perspective, your pastors, your ministers, your you know professionals and things that you have on staff, they're looking at this and saying, okay, my employer has some access to the stuff on my phone. Do I really want to be doing my banking on my phone? Do I really want to be trading stock on my phone? Do I really want to be doing Facebook on my phone? Do I want my employer having my browsing history? Do I really want to be browsing on uh, my phone? And so there's this real sensitive balance between the privacy of the employee and the security of the employer that we've got to be really, really careful about. At the same time, the employee can have security issues as well 
right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we don't want the church having access to financial information necessarily. You know, here's the stocks I'm trading or anything like that. We, that that's, that's a privacy or a security issue for the employee. But there's also privacy issues for the church. You know, we don't want, um, you know, a whole bunch of church stuff on Facebook uh, or, or the employee talking about the church on Facebook that they're using from a church phone or from their own phone that the church half pays for or whatever. So we got, mm-hmm. we've got to be really careful about this this real sensitive balance between privacy and security when we're talking about bring your own device policies. Uh, so we've got to yeah we've got to take care of that. And you know when we when we talk about church security. Uh, and the security of church data, there's really more to it than just data security, though. Because now we've got to take a look at it and say, okay, well, is the church liable because the church pays for half of that phone or 80% of that phone or whatever? Is the church liable for what the employee does mm-hmm. off hours? You know, mm-hmm. And I hate it that we live in this day, but we live in a day and age in which there are ministers and pastors who are being accused of and convicted of talking to minors online in a sexual context mm-hmm. uh, where they're accused of having child pornography or all sorts of other just real horrible things. Can the church be liable for that if the employee is off hours just because the church pays for that phone and has that shared ownership of the phone? The answer to that question is yes. There are possibilities and circumstances in which that could be the case. And so we've got to be careful about that. We've got to be careful about uh, compliance with the Fair Labor Standards Act. You know, I have churches that I work with who send mobile phones home and put, uh, you know, work email on hourly employees' phones, mm. and that's okay. There are ways you can do that, yeah. but you've got to be very, very careful because anytime they open up an email, they've got to be on the clock. They're working. They're working. Yep. And so you've got to be very careful doing that. And we'll talk about ways that you can get around that. But we've got to talk about FLSA compliance. Uh, we've got to talk about expense sharing and cost reimbursement. So what's the agreement? What's the policy? How much is the church going to pay? Is the church going to pay for part of the phone? Is the church just going to pay for part of the plan? Who owns the phone uh, after the employment relationship is terminated? Uh, do I get to keep that phone number? Uh, do I, you know, do I get to keep the plan and just pay full price for it, or do I have to go get a completely plan? So there's all sorts of those types of things that we have to talk about in this. And of course, we still have to talk about data security. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got to talk about password protections on these phones. We've got to talk about what data somebody can access and so forth and so on. So we've got to be very, very uh, detailed, and we've got to make sure we dot our I's and cross our T's on this one. But it can really be a good thing, and we'll talk about that uh, at the end of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think, too, I mean, you, we talked just a little bit about it, but, I mean, when you go into a phone situation, we've all been under contract with different mobile devices and that type of thing. Um, you know, it does really – it concerns at the end of an employment because you have to have, you should have an exit plan for all your employees, right? No matter how great they are, no matter how great the relationship is, you need to have that exit plan. Uh, And that, that falls into this as well as the payment of the the phone, the BYOD process, what that all looks like. So I'm excited to kind of jump into that. So, all right. So better churches use mobile device management software. Why don't we have an acronym for that one? We do. MDM. Oh. <laughs> it's MDM. Of course yep. we do. Yep. Yep. You can go out there and look at it. And there's all sorts of stuff. There's mobile email management, MEM. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mobile content management, MCM. Uh, that's not Man Crush Monday. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag MCM. Hashtag. I'm, I'm just talking about content. There, there we go. Yeah, absolutely. So, no. Uh, yeah. So, mobile device management software. Uh, this is really, really important. Uh, if you're going to have a BYOD policy where you, people can bring their own devices, it's important that you have mobile device management software. And so, there's all sorts of stuff that this types of software can do. One is you can have non-exempt employee functionality. And so a minute ago, we were talking about having 
somebody who is an hourly employee that has access to church data on their phone or email on their phone, uh, you've got to have an ability to shut that off in off-hours time mm-hmm. or an ability to capture when they're using that so that you can pull that into your payroll data and make sure they're paid for that time so that you don't have a Fair Labor Standards Act uh, compliance issue. Uh, and so the, the good MDM software out there uh, has this non-exempt employee functionality. Another big issue is data segregation functionality. You need to be able to segregate on that phone or partition on that phone what is personal data from what is church data. Uh, and the, again, the best MDM software companies out there have that functionality where it is very clear, this is church data, this is personal data. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at the end of that, we want to make sure it's very clear who owns what. Yeah. Uh, we don't want a... A, a disgruntled employee taking, uh, you know, church data and doing something inappropriate with it. We need to be able to shut that off, and mobile device management software does that. Well, and you kind of relate this too. If anybody's had an iPhone that's lost it, um, there's a lot of those functions in there that you can you can retrieve that, find out where it is, or you can wipe it if yeah. you need to as well. And so that is kind of a worst case scenario in this situation of being able to have that software on that phone and being able to lock it, shut it down, so that way there's no access until the phone is returned properly, and then you know things can be worked out. So yep. this is a great great way to uh, to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know probably the best thing about it is. Mobile device management software gives you the ability to implement your use policies. Okay, what what policy do you have in place that says here's appropriate use of this device? And then so you need to talk about work-related app downloads. Okay, um, you have the ability in good mobile device management software to push apps to the phone. That says, mm-hmm. hey, this is an app that we use. So if you use Evernote or if you use OneNote or if you use this church management software or whatever the case may be, you can push those apps to the phone through the mobile device management software to where they have to have that app. Mm-hmm. You can also restrict certain apps. If you know you don't want your church employees on Tinder, if you know you don't want them on dating sites, whatever, you can restrict that type of stuff on uh, on that phone. You can use your mobile device management software to do that. Same thing with pornography sites or whatever. So, you, you know, those are, are good things to have in there. You need to talk about what devices are supported. You, you know, you, you need to be able to tell uh, people through your use policies and, and, and enforce it through your uh, mobile device management software. Hey, we're only going to use iPhones or, hey, you can use an iPhone or an Android, but you can't use this type of phone or whatever the case may be. Uh, and, and you need to have these data access rules. Here are the, 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 here's the data that you can't access. You cannot access pornographic websites. And so on this phone, with good mobile device management software, you're able to restrict pornographic websites as the employer. But at the same time, you've got to balance that with the, the rules that govern what the church can monitor. Okay. Hey, as a church, yes, we can monitor your browsing history just to ensure that you're not visiting pornographic websites, but we cannot monitor your uh, portfolio balance or yeah. your bank account balance or what transactions are coming through your, your online bank account that you're, you're using your phone for. So all of those things go into these, these monitoring rules and these, these use rules and your mobile device management software, the good ones mm-hmm. do all of the above. Yeah. And so, yeah, better churches absolutely use some sort of mobile device management software. 
Well, and we talked about this in the last episode of making sure to have your data secure. And this is yeah. just an easy way to do that yeah. because we talked about, uh, you know, um, employees leaving their laptops at the airport or losing a, an iPhone or some type of device, right? And and that is the most common way that people get access to information that they shouldn't yep. is they find a device and they log in and now they have all the access to any kind of financial records or whatever else. So having this software on there, um, the MDM software on there, you can actually go through and like we talked about before, wipe it, lock it, find it, track it, whatever you need to do. It just helps protect you and it protects the church on the back end. So, And from my chair, it limits lawsuits. I like it. <laughs> Anything that protects the church from a lawsuit is is worth talking about. So Absolutely. go get you that mobile device management software. Absolutely. All right. Better churches are better stewards. Yes, they are better stewards. And this is a great stewardship, okay? Yeah. Because here's what's going to happen. If you don't have a bring-your-own-device policy— and you're not going to allow uh, employees to have church data on their personal phones, which you should not. If you don't have a, a yeah. policy in place, you should not allow people to have access to church data on their personal phones. Then what's going to happen is, is you're going to have to have a separate phone if you're going to do anything mobily, which in today's world, churches, you need to be doing things mobily. Uh, you're going to have a separate device. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to require people to keep up with two devices. I sometimes can't keep up with one phone. <laughs> you know, I'm always picking up my iPhone and play a sound on my, or picking up my iPad and saying, you know, play that yeah. sound on my iPhone so I can figure out where I left the thing. Yeah. You're only compounding that issue when you make them carry around two phones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so that's a problem. You don't necessarily have, you know, sometimes they'll, you know, be able to use their, their IMAP or POP3 or whatever. And even despite the admonition not to um, access church email on their personal phone, they're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's all sorts of reasons why, um, it's just better stewardship to do a bring-your-own-device policy. Uh, and that's what we're talking about when we say that there are really good things that can come out of it. Listen, if you provide a separate phone, not only are you buying the phone, but now you're buying a separate plan. Well, your employee is buying a phone and a separate plan, so how much money is being spent just on mm-hmm. mobile devices, okay? Whereas we can eliminate one plan and one phone from that, if we'll just do a bring your own device policy, it can save the church money and it can save your employees money. It's a great okay? benefit to it, add. It, it is mm-hmm. absolutely a great benefit, and, it, and it's mutually beneficial. It benefits the church and the the church employee. So there's a stewardship issue there. It saves the church money. You know, the the use of acceptable use policies and this mobile device management software that is a great balance between privacy and and security. It is mm-hmm. a stewardship of the church to provide privacy to their employees and it's stewardship of the employee to provide security for the employer, for the church. And so there's better stewardship in that. It just saves resources. It saves time. It saves money. It saves energy. Uh, There's there's really just so many great reasons why you need to do a bring-your-own-device policy. But ultimately, it just makes the church and the employee better stewards of God's resources. Absolutely. Um, so if, if people are wanting to know, you know, some more information on this stuff, where can where can they go to kind of check this out? Absolutely. So we still have two websites up for a little while longer, churchgeneralcouncil.com and thechurchlawgroup.com. There are certainly sample uh, BYOD policies out there. We are also uh, working with a company that provides mobile device management to where you'll be able to access and, and get that mobile device management software through the church law group uh, for your church. We'll be able to help you get uh, set up for that and we'll provide the support for you and all that good stuff. So uh, certainly go out there and check that out on the website. 
That's been another episode of Law and Church, and all the resources we've talked about today will be in the show notes. Uh, you can get those show notes on the Church Law blog at thechurchlawgroup.com or on our podcast website at lawandchurch.com. And of course, the show notes will always be available in your favorite podcasting app. That's right. And go do us a favor. Please go subscribe and review to our podcast. Listen, our heart is for the local church, and there are church leaders who really need to hear this stuff. And your review and subscription of the podcast just makes it that much more likely. And certainly we're going to be talking about stuff next week uh, that you're going to want to hear as we go into more detail. So uh, your subscription is also going to help make sure that you have access to that. And so uh, go do that. And then also make sure to go join the Church Law Group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, search Law and Church, and you will find that group. You can also find the link in the show notes. Thanks, everyone. Yep, And we will uh, see you next week.